Sometimes the loss of a loved one and a painful experience can lead you to pursuing something, finding purpose, discovering your ministry, and bring it out into the world. This episode, you'll hear a story of someone doing just that. Welcome to the Monetize Your Ministry Podcast. And you get a chance to interact with them, to me. That's full-time ministry. And did I have to, because tattoo that Jesus is like a seed. It brings in itself and then it opens. I want to provide content and things that are going to help change lives. And I simultaneously want to, to receive a blessing from that. Now here's your host, Kamon Hans. All right, welcome back. Another great episode of the Monetize Your Ministry podcast. Before we jump into this episode, you know what to do. First of all, make sure you subscribe. If you're watching this on someone's platform, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening to this podcast, subscribe on the platform you're listening to this on. The second thing I need you to do is share it because what we're going to talk about today, I know is going to inspire someone and not just inspire them. We're going to give you some tips to how to take what you have, how to get some clarity on it, and then how to package it in a way that makes a difference and allows you to increase your income. All right, so today I'm super excited to have a good friend of mine. I'm gonna bring him up and give him an introduction. This is a friend that I've connected with while living here in Tampa um, by the name of James Brandon, goes by Coach James. He's been coaching people for eight years, teaching them how to heal their bodies, increase their energy, and reduce chronic disease. Hey, James, welcome to the podcast, my friend. What's up, Kimon? Glad to be here, man. Thanks for the invitation. Uh, super excited to to hang out with you a little bit today. Dude, appreciate it, man. Look, um, some people may not know you, uh, but at the end of this, you want to make sure you get to know more about James. So, James, tell us this, right? I, I want to start off with this question. Uh, what's something about James Brandon that might surprise people, people who may know you and people who may not know you at all? What is, what is something people might be surprised to know about you? Yeah, so um, probably one of the things would be that I was born in Germany, and then we moved, and then I was really raised in the UK. So I was raised about two hours outside north of London. Um, people were like, how is that even possible? You don't have a British accent. Um, so <laughs> I was actually on the Air Force Base, uh, American Air Force Base. But um, yeah, I spent pretty much the majority of my life overseas. Um, it wasn't until I came to college that I um, came to the US. So yeah, it's probably something that I would say. Yeah, that is surprising. Now, I know we have a friend in common, Daniel Holder. Yeah. Daniel has kept his British accent. Did you have an accent like Daniel and then it's uh, it changed or you always had this American accent? So I always had an American accent, but I being in England, like you hear like on the radio and the news and music, like you hear British accents everywhere all the time. Um, so I was able to fake a really good British accent. For, for a long time until I came to college, and then all I heard was, like, American stuff. In fact, it's funny, right, when I first came to college, people were, like, you know, most people went to, like, the big, you know, schools that are, you know, local or, you know, they're from, you know, close to close to where the school is. Um, and they're, like, where are you from? And I was, like, well, I came from England. And they were, like, oh, cool. Like, where's your accent? And then I'm, like, well... I can, you know, I can do a little something. Like, what do you want me to say? And then they say something and I say it. And then I, they were like, oh, wow, that's so cool. But now it's it's over now. It's, it sounds like, because British accent is super tight. 
and it's yeah. so loose now. I sound Australian, so I don't even mess with it. Dude, man, maybe before the end of the podcast, someone come out, man. Maybe, maybe someone come out. But James, so let me let me introduce people to 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 what you do this way. Your Instagram handle, I remember when I saw it the first time was James Eats Plants. I was like, yeah. that's kind of pretty cool, like a way to let people know first of all what you're what you're all about. So we'll start here, and then we'll work backwards in the story. What does James eat eats plants, and what's your whole platform about? What's What's your whole, I'll call it ministry, right? That you've brought yeah. into the marketplace. What is it all about? Sure. Yeah. So same day's plants is basically, um, I teach people. So I have a passion for helping people, uh, really thrive, really level up their health. Um, and just to really live an abundant life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you look around, so many people are sick or, um, you know, overweight or struggling with this or struggling with that. And like, the distillation of all that, like you break it all the way down to, to, you know, to the leading cause or to the, you know, common denominator, that's, that's, that's your diet. And uh, I was never, ever into health. It's just something that through life experience and just through happenstance really, or really God's providence, um, I kind of got into. So um, I've built a community, um, you know, I've, I've coached people and taught people really how to take care of their bodies, take care of their temples, um, you know, reverse chronic diseases, um, lose weight, um, you know, just overall thrive and, and, and really be healthy and happy and whole. That's good. That's good. So, yeah. man, there's so many places I want to go with this, but we'll start. Let's move back. Right. So your degree and what you studied in school was in what area? Business. Was it biology? Right. So okay. interesting. Right? You, you said business yeah. and we're talking about your your you have a health platform. Now, yes. how do you get from studying business as your degree to now having a platform? What was you told me this before? What was the catalyst to you even being interested in health and it's, and then even deeper than that, plant based a plant based diet? Yeah, for sure. So I went to school for business. Um, my sophomore year of college, I got an internship um, in DC and. Um, it was really, really cool. I remember that I got a call from my mom and she was like, Hey, I need you to come home, um, for the weekend. And I'm kind of like, okay, that's weird. Like, I'm like doing my internship. Like, why would I need to come home? You know, I wasn't planning on coming home until the end of the summer. But anyway, I went and I just remember like seeing my, my sister and my brother and my parents and, um, we hadn't all been together in the same room in a long time because my brother went off to college. My sister was still in England. So us, us being there was like, what is this about? It was like, okay, what, what's going on? So then my mom proceeded to tell me that my dad had stage four cancer and that the doctors only gave him a few months to live. So obviously bombshell, like what in the world? I didn't even know he was sick. Like what in the world? And like now, like currently 2023, like you hear about cancer all the time, um, unfortunately. But back then, like can't, this was 2004, uh, 2004, 2005. So to me, it was brand new. It was like, okay, like I don't necessarily knew if I understood like the full implications of like, you know, what that is, what that process is like, how do you heal or how, like what, what is that about? I just knew it was bad. Um, so 
you know, I'm in college. I'm like, okay, dad's going to, you know, dad is Superman. He's going to fight through that thing. We're going to give him the best medical attention that he needs, et cetera, et cetera. My family is a medical family. My mother's a nurse. My doctor, I have a whole bunch of uncles that are doctors and a whole bunch of other family that are nurses. My mom has like nine brothers and sisters and they're like, they're almost all in medicine. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna let them handle that. You know, they, you know, got him the best oncologist and, you know, chemotherapy and all these different things. Right. So I'm just kind of sitting back observing, you know, hoping everything's going to turn out. Um, ultimately, you know, God bless because he was only supposed to have a few months to live, but he actually got extended his life for a few more years. So from months to years, um, so I was grateful for that, but he did end up um, passing away from cancer in 2008. So it was kind of a, after that, that I was like, okay, why didn't, you know, I was kind of questioning, like, why didn't the chemotherapy work? Why didn't the radiation work? Why didn't, you know, like what, why did, why was this a protocol and kind of what, why was this the outcome? And um, I just began doing my own research. And as I continued to look and dig and read different books and watch the different documentaries and, you know, read different articles. I was kind of on this trail, right? Like one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. And pretty much like the, the biggest thing was um, the relationship, the, the biggest like light bulb moment for me was, well, the relationship between disease and diet is, mm. is critical, right? Yeah. Like, like diet and disease, it's like hand in hand. It's like you can't, it, they, they're, they're, they go together. Um, and from then, I just began to learn more and more and more. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to start, you know, eating differently myself. I had just started working um, in corporate America and, you know, just kind of feeling a little bit like a little bit tired, a little bit brain fog, a little bit just, you know, Blah. And I was like, okay, let me start incorporating some things that I'm learning. And I mean, energy through the roof, um, you know, skin cleared up, um, just, you know, a lot more energy, confidence, things like that. And then I began to share some of the stuff that I was doing with some of my coworkers, mm-hmm. like how I was eating and with some of my, my friends and family. And I noticed that a lot of them had even better results. Like a lot of them were like already overweight. So they were starting to like lose weight or a lot of them were like, um, had, you know, type two diabetes or high blood pressure, or high cholesterol, so stuff like that. And the, all those numbers started to subside. So I was like, oh, snap, I'm onto something here. Like, this is wild. Like, that's all you're doing. You're just like, you know, changing diet. What, like, year, is, what year is this, James? What year is this? Yeah. So, so this was 2009. This was like, wow. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was 2009. Yeah. It's so, interesting. Yeah, this, it's like you, as soon as you started doing your research and started applying it, it just seems like the natural thing for you was to start sharing it with others. Yeah. I'm like, it worked for me just in some like smaller type stuff. Like I've never really, I've never been, you know, but it's, it, I was like, oh, snap, dude, this is gold. And I'll tell you one of the, one of the, um, one of the experiments that I saw on one of the documentaries that I saw, and I think it was Forks Over Knives, if I'm not mistaken, was one where they had like um, mice and they were feeding the mice animal protein and they were growing like on their bodies, like there were like physical tumors growing from their bodies and you could actually see tumor growth. And then when they would take it away, give them plant protein, then the tumors would subside. And then they give them animal protein, tumors would grow. And then take it away, give them plant protein, 
tumors will subside. So it was almost like they were turning on and off tumor growth um, or cancer growth. It, it's like they were manipulating good health, mm. bad health, good health, mm -hmm. bad health. And I was like, yo, that's wild. I'm like, so if that happens, that that probably happens to us as humans too. So I'm like, let me experiment on myself. Um, and yeah, as soon as I started feeling good, I was, I was like, okay, let me, let me. And also, also people were asking me questions. I think that's mm. another thing. So I guess in one hand I was sharing, but I, I don't know if I was necessarily like, you know, super overt with it, at least initially. It was people were asking me like what I'm eating. They're like, you know, they have their hamburger and fries for lunch and they look at me and they look at my salad and look at my quinoa and look at my sweet potatoes and they're like, hey, is this like, what are you eating? Like, what is this? Does this make you full? Does, are you satisfied? Does it taste yeah, good? Yeah. Um, so they just asked me questions and then it was kind of like, you know, like that. But I think the coolest thing is, so my father did pass away and it, you know, it was, it was tough. Um, and a few years later, my mom ended up getting cancer, um, pancreatic cancer. And it's wild because, you know, like God, God orders your steps and you never really understand like the painful parts you can pull out of that. Like there's, there's a gift in that. Um, and I think the gift in mine was, though I lost my dad, when my mother, my mother ended up getting cancer, it was kind of like, okay, should we do the same stuff that we did with my dad, you know, with the, with the chemicals, with the man-made stuff, or should we focus more on the God-made stuff, right? The, um, and, and actually healing our bodies, you know, from the inside out mm -hmm. and, um, you know, praise God, she was open to some of those things. And um, as of right now, I think she's about seven or eight years cancer free. Wow. We did it a little differently with my mom, but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have had that information. I wouldn't have had that expertise, I would say, um, had I not been forced to learn it after my dad passed away. So I could have it could have been like my mom, like my dad passed away. And then I'm just like, OK, that's wild. That's, you know. I'm sad about it, but I don't necessarily, I didn't necessarily have to learn from that. And if I yeah. didn't, you know, my mom could have had the same fate and I could really literally right now have no parents. So, yeah. Um, yeah. James, it's such a, uh, it's, uh, you've told me this story and it's, even though I'm hearing it again, it's still as powerful this time. And yeah. uh, there's so many lessons I want to uh, tease out of this. Uh, first of all, um, just for the people who've been following this podcast, if you go back a couple episodes, we had a uh, Chef Chu on here. I don't know if you're familiar with Chef Chu, yeah, but also another sure. brother in the plant-based space. Yeah. Um, and is really passionate about health and seeing the connection between our diet and our overall health and yes. ministry minded, just like yourself, and seeing how do I impact more people with this. Uh, I listened to you talk. You said you're the business background, your mom's the she's the medical person, and she's listening mm -hmm. to you. But I, I listen and I, I hear you. For a lot of us, we may have heard or, or gone through an experience, but not been as inquisitive as to why did this happen and what can I do about it? Is that something you've always been like just naturally inquisitive and always like what's behind this? Or let me search out. Let me let me dig a little deeper. I just, I'm just curious if that's something that's a part of your personality. Um. To be honest, I, I don't even think so. <laughs> so this was just this one just really pulled something out of you that that that's not naturally 
okay, I'm always inquisitive, but this situation, losing my dad, I have to do a little more research on this. Yeah, because it didn't make sense. Like, it didn't mm -hmm. make sense to me. I was like, if my dad went to the top oncologist and they had the best treatment and they had the, you know, like, because, because he, so the part that I didn't say in the middle was he was also in remission. So like mm -hmm. he did it, I can't remember the timeline, but I mean, probably been a few months or maybe a year or so, like the doctor said he was cancer free. So I'm like, okay, great. Like it worked. And then after a while, he began to decline again. And then, you know, all the way down. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, okay, it didn't work. So mm -hmm. for me, I'm just kind of like, okay, why was it, why did it, was it working? Now it's not, or was it ever really working? Um, and then, you know, kind of that's when I began to kind of do some research because just it didn't, it didn't make sense to me how someone could be cancer free using the, the same whatever, method yeah. exactly that now they you know passed away from it um and i don't want to be i don't want to obviously people die all the time and for different reasons right and it's so i don't want to i don't want to sound like i'm ignorant of the fact that well there's you know you're it could have just been his time it could have like i get that i'm aware of that like you know god does all things well like i'm not even tripping on that it, it's it was more so it didn't really sit right with me that all my all my family were medical people and what they suggested or what the doctor suggested seemed to be working and then didn't end up working. I guess yeah. that's what I was struggling with the most. Yeah. And I think I'm glad you clarified that. You, you know, you're making a very important point. Not that we don't ever look at what um, medicine is there, but also we do have um, options for us with our diet that can help prevent and reverse. And I think that's what's a really powerful point. So for anyone watching this, please make sure you're, you're capturing what James is saying and don't run away from, click off now and say that what he's not saying. All right, let's right. make sure we say that. So James, um, this podcast is called Monetize Your Ministry. And there is something here that I, I wanna pull out, just the, your heart for ministry and see how the two things connect. Um, just your own definition. When you hear the word ministry, what's your, you know, your definition, your James Brandon dictionary definition? Yeah, I think it's what God placed you on the earth to do. Mm. <laughs> like, like, I think there's something that everybody has and people may innately know it or people may have to discover it like I did. But I think once you know, you know, yeah. and it's kind of like, Okay, God has given me this unique thing to not to keep it to myself, but to share it with other people to make their lives better. And in that exchange, right, you're you're giving them you're 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 putting on the attributes of of Jesus in a sense, mm -hmm. meaning like you're 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 relieving burdens, right? Like you're setting the captives free, yeah. right? Like you are doing something in the world that can that origination or origin came from, you know, what God calls us to do. So, yeah, it's it's something that God puts on you puts on you and won't and you're you're skilled at, you're you're good at. People um 
seek you for it. Um, it comes natural to you. And, um, you know, you you want to get it out to, to the masses because, you know, it's helping people. That's so good. So what a little bit more of your story, guys, because we're going to I want people to see like these streets are connecting. Right. So yeah. I know you went you went into business. But part of the reason I know you're in Tampa here, or at least one of the things that you were doing here in Tampa is you were working in some church connected ministries while you yeah. were here. Kind of talk about your journey here and just even though I have a business background, you always seem to be involved in local church ministries in creative ways as well. Just kind of talk about that a little bit because I feel like there's a connection and somebody's going to resonate with this part of your story. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I came down here to Tampa in 2012 um, initially to help lead out um, with a ministry on on USF campus, um, public uh, public campus ministry. And uh, so I connected with some local churches down here and uh, helped to um, really start a, a cool group uh, of students on uh, USF campus and, you know, the Bible studies kind of like help them, equip them to like kind of live out, um, you know, their, their God given life and their, you know, their, their life in college, right? It's right. a totally different environment from mommy and daddy's house to like a totally, you know, you're in the dorms, you're trying to live your life. So I had a different kind of world, life, huh? a different world. It's a different, different world. world. Different world. Yeah. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. But yeah, so it's a different world. And um, I kind of had my kind of awakening moment in college. So I'm just like, okay, so I was serving there. Um, I was also working in, in corporate America. And while I was at my laptop, while I was at my computer, um, whenever I'd have any downtime, I would be working on my business so i had my both my screens open and i'm like i know that i'm doing this so that i can pay bills but i know that there's something that god gave me that i need to cultivate and build and invest in so every other all the other time that i have any downtime i'm trying to build that um and at that time it just looked like building like um you know i had a couple you know i created a couple i had a blog so I was writing articles and then I started a Facebook group and I was just like putting, you know, um, putting my articles in there and then also just um, answering people's questions or um, it was just serving. Like I was just I was just, you know, putting content out there um, in my Facebook group and it didn't take long for that thing to grow and really, really build. And that thing went from like zero to i mean now it's at about ninety thousand people in there in facebook just giving them information just giving them value and um then just the other kind of sh offshoots of kind of what what that enabled me to do with my you know building out my courses and my programs and my memberships and things like that wow so james you are working then yeah. you are serving at a local church and then you are building this business and you gave yeah. us like the first starts of it, right? Like blogging. Yeah. Um, but I know then you moved into the product creation space. I feel like there was that yeah. space. So, so, so tell us then when did it move from, I'm just giving away free information. I'm just giving away free game. I'm just, someone asked me a question. I'll answer it for them. Okay. I make a Facebook group and I'm giving information to 
hmm, maybe I should put a little price tag on this. Talk about yeah. that shift. Because somebody's, somebody's struggling with that shift right now. No, for sure. For sure. And I think for me, you're right. Um, I first started online info. The second thing that I thought was the direction I should have gone. And I say thought because like, first of all, you have to go through, like, unless you know, you, unless you go through it, you will either know or not know. Right. And if it's not the thing, like if what you're doing, if the, if the thing you're doing is not the actual thing, the end game, it's going to be the thing that leads to the thing. And it might be the thing that leads to the thing. You're there for a little while. And then as you continue to build it out, you're like, mm, that's not really fully it, but I learned lessons here that I'm going to take to the next step. So that's what I was doing. Like the first step was the, the online kind of trying to grow kind of my following, so to speak, but not even really that. Like, I mean, you would say that you would use those terms now, but I didn't, I didn't really understand what that meant then. The second phase to me was I thought that people needed a physical product. So I actually started a juice company, an organic yeah. organic juice company um, that uh, was local here in Tampa called Down to Earth Juice Company. And I would, um, and it was all subscription based. So I would like go to different um, networking events and, you know, gyms and chiropractors offices. And I was just really hitting the pavement, right? You know, telling people about my juice. And kind of telling them how like the the beneficial or the benefits of you know the the organic fruits and veggies in there because my whole thing was like I know this can help heal people. So I did that. Um, and I mean I'd be pressing juice all day Sunday. Um, I mean, literally labeling, you know, packaging, and then Monday morning, I would get up at like 4 a.m. And you know, put everything in my truck, drive around, and deliver all this juice. And then I would go home, shower, put my clothes on, and then go to work. And then I would work all day. And um, you know, when I would have downtime, I would like still be working on the business. And I feel like like that wasn't the thing because I realized it's taking too much time. Um, it's taking too many resources. But it was profitable in, in my first year. Like, like yeah. if I wanted to stay there, I could have stayed there. But I felt like it was limiting me to my local area, you know, Tampa, New Tampa, Wesley Chapel. And I felt like what I had to give was, I mean, it's it's a it's a nationwide worldwide thing. Um, I want to I want to I just stop right there for a second, though, because you set a bar that I, I just feel is so good. If it's not the thing, it might be the thing that leads you to the thing. Yes. And for a lot of people, James, what's stopping them is they want to find the silver bullet before right. they take any action, right? It's like, oh, I don't want to make the mistake. Oh, maybe if I start selling this, I maybe I may want to do this. So, But to you, it's like, yo, start and then shift. And we'll talk about where you shifted to. Yeah. But you started. And, yeah. and then you also gave some really good, like for people who are wanting to start selling something, don't miss what James just said. Like, James, you said that, like, that was so easy. But you, like, reached out to people. Like, you networked. You, you, you didn't just stay online. You didn't just, like, you know, put some ads up. We're not knocking that stuff. 
but right. personal contact, like yeah. reaching out one to one in groups, talking to people. That's one of the best ways to start off making sales and to start building a pipeline and building stuff and just kind of talk about that. Because I think a lot of people, they fear rejection so much that they never put themselves or what they what God has given them out there at all. Yeah. So, so I would say to that, I think there's, I think there's a Robert Frost quote and it says the only, the only way, the only way to the end is through. Mm. The only way out is through, sorry. The only way out is through. So I think that with a lot of the, you know, ads and things like that, like we tend to want to circumvent like the hard, like the through. We 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 want to circumvent the grind and the the effort and the intentionality that it takes to you know create your messaging and you know have your you know have the right avatar, have the right people that you know you want into your program and that can you know afford your program or that you can help the best. And like it's 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 a lot of trial and error. And, um, you know, unless you talk to people, right, unless you, I mean, the, the first, my, my first, you know, clients were free, you know, like I was like, hey, you know, I want to help you and I would love to help you. And like, this is my program. And um, like, I didn't even really fully have the program like built out. I had like the first, you know, like what would you do like the first week with me, right? And then once the first person signed up, I was like, cool. Well, I got in my mind, I was like, I got one week's worth of content. I got one week's worth of stuff. Like I need to start doing the second week. So I think, you know, having to just go through and having like putting pressure on yourself too. Like, I think when you, when you, when you, when I had my first unpaid client, I felt the pressure to, to produce. And there were so many good things. I thought it was in my mind, but I was like, okay, I, I got to help this person. Right. Um, so I think that there's value in, um, in you know, the effort and the, the, the adjustments and, you know, everything that you really need, uh, being able to pivot, being able to pivot well is, is also key and really not, don't shortchange the process. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, don't, don't think because you don't see the outcome on this thing that, okay, I'm going to, you know, take my foot off the gas or yeah. I'm going to do something totally different in a whole nother industry. Um, because it's, if, if you keep the, like, if you keep your foot on the gas, if you keep the process, like you're going to get to the point where either you're going to get that, you're going to get the, you're going to get the, the payoff. Yeah. Or, you're going to be the, t you're creating the type of person, the resilience in you that makes the person that you need to be to get the payoff later on. Oh, James, 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 man. You got to slow on. that down. It's, you'll either get the result that you're after or mm -hmm. you'll become the person you need to be to create what God has called you to create. That's what I'm yeah, hearing you say. 100%. Because you can get your payoff in mile one, right? Mm -hmm. Right. But if your payoff for you and your ministry and for your business and what God has called you to do isn't till mile five, yeah, you 
between mile zero and mile one, you are getting you're getting that momentum. You are you are building your character. You are you know refining your skills that you need to become the to become the the person to not quit at mile three. That's and right. To not That's quit right. At mile four. Wow. Okay. Somebody needs to stop and just share this with someone right now. If you're watching this on a platform, you need to share this because somebody is in that what uh, Pierre Quinn called that messy middle. And they're feeling like, you man, something is wrong. Maybe I need to quit. Maybe I need to throw the whole thing away. And you're saying, no, don't quit. If you quit, you will not, one, be able to see maybe what's on the next side of that, you know, that what whatever you're pushing up against. Maybe it maybe it's just a little bit more you got to go, right? There's this um, image I've seen where this guy is digging for gold. And he just stops and it's right, right there. Yeah. Or... If you keep going, you become like you realize, man, I've become stronger and you you are becoming prepared for what God has prepared for you. So yes. so share this because somebody with a great idea, with a great ministry, with a business that they're working on, with some platform or something that God has given them needs the encouragement from what James is saying right here. So, James, you talked about. The um the juicing business. And one of the reasons we set this up is I'm I'm trying to go plant based, right? So I'm telling my audience now. And I would say, Hey James, man, like, can I get you to like prepare meals for me? Right? Can you can you do meal prep? You're like, bro, I'm I'm not doing that that side of it anymore. Talk yeah. about the pivot now to the other side, the knowledge based side, kind of how that came about and just some of the things you've been doing in that space. Yeah. The pivot was the pivot was, um, it was needed because I thought that, okay, I'm going to, you know, give these people this juice and that's going to be able to start conversations about, you know, um, you know, because they're going to drink the juice and they're going to be like, okay, well, what else can I change in my diet? I'm dealing with, you know, this issue with that issue. And for me, I'm like, okay, these conversations are going to start to happen after I give them the juice. Um, and some did. But I was kind of thinking like, wait, maybe I'm doing this backwards. Like, like if I really want to have the conversations, then maybe I should figure out a way to like put the conversations in the front and then walk them through how to do the thing so that they can make their own juice and they can make their right. own food. And they can, you know, so it kind of went from me giving the man the fish that, you know, to like teach them how to fish themselves. Right. I figured that I would be able to, you know, reach more people and have more impact if I started coaching. Um, so yeah, I think the first my first coaching offer was this was two thousand and dude, I don't even remember the year. This was maybe this was the year, uh, the year, a year after I finished the the ju juice business, which was, dude, all these years are running in. Like after know, 22, right? bro, I'm just like, well, I don't remember these years. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It was maybe like 2016 or so. Or I know we met in 2018, so it was before okay. that. Because yeah, we, yeah. Was... By the time I met you, you were in the coaching space. We talked okay. about that. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um. So yeah, but I think that um. When I did that pivot, I created my first program and I think I sold that for, it was like a six week program. And I think I sold that for like 
$197. Wow. Actually, no, I'm lying. That wasn't the first thing I did. The first thing that I did was I had a membership. And I had a membership, and it was $20 a month or $25 a month. And people would come in, and I'm basically coaching them, like, all all month for for 20 bucks or 25 bucks. Um, and it was good. It was great. I think that's, I had gotten so many, I learned so much because, you know, it was a low ticket program, but it was a lot of people. So there were so many, like, I was able to, to learn fast what people really need, how people respond, you know, what, um, you know, kind of reading between the lines and, and kind of anticipating things and really just like working on my craft too. Yeah. Um, because people would ask you questions and I wouldn't know, right? So I'd have to go look look it up and then, you know, come back. And it's one of those things where the whole imposter syndrome thing comes up, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know with your audience and people that are, you know, trying to start stuff, like there's an imposter syndrome that, syndrome that you have where you think, well, why would someone listen to me? Like, why would they pay to listen to me? Like, what like what do I have that special? And I realized that you don't have to be an expert. You just have to be one step ahead of the person yep. you're helping. That's like, right. You just literally have to be one step ahead of the person you're helping. And for me, I was probably a couple steps ahead of the people that I was helping. But either way, like, when people ask you a question you don't know the answer, it's caused you to, you know, to go and do your research, like you're growing as well. So the first thing was the the $25 a month, the $20 a month membership. Then I went to a course um, that was a little more. And then I went to kind of a premium coaching product, which was like a one-on-one, mm-hmm. um, you know, accelerator condensed. And, and on that one, I'm, I mean, I'm helping people lose, you know, 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds of first, you know, type two diabetes, high blood pressure, all these things. And it's more intimate. So it kind of went from a lot of people to to one person. And then it kind of moved to kind of like a few people to one person. Now where I'm at now, and that's subject to change, right? Because like if it's not the thing, it's a thing at least to the thing, right? So I'm always, you know, tweaking and and, and figuring things out. But yeah, so now um I have a program where um, I really work one-on-one with people and just really, really give, get them epic results. And uh, it's really been super satisfying, super rewarding. Um, and um, it's just really been a beautiful experience. And I never thought that I would have been able to make a full-time income from just my experience, the knowledge that God put in my 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 mind and just the passion for helping people. Like, like literally that's that's all it takes james james brand is our guest and you just told us there this is how i monetize my ministry my passion the gifts god has given me my heart to serve people and now i'm making you say a full-time income james you you talked about some things here that i want to unpack just a little bit talked about that expertise thing you know what's so interesting you said just staying one step ahead you know, expertise isn't static, right? Or me me being someone who can help people. That's not a static thing. Like someone who was an expert or in technology 20 years ago, if they didn't keep learning, man, they're novice. Like my kids know yeah. more than them on technology, right? Like because yeah. they're in it. And so for anyone, 
you got to have a willingness to learn and keep learning, learn yeah. and keep learning. And if you have that, you can exist in this space that James is talking about where people are looking for answers. You took yeah. your first, your, your salad and your healthy meal and people just simply ask, Yo, what are you doing? How can you su survive on that? Is it sustaining you? And can you teach me? And for a lot of us, there are people who are literally knocking on your door, figuratively, right? They're saying, yo, show me, how, how are you doing this? How are you managing your family? How are you making it with your finances? How are you leading your kids? How are you doing your health? You know, how are you doing whatever? And that may be a door for you, one for ministry, and to expand that ministry. And this is where I want to go with this. Are you able to help more people now because you've monetized it, right? Because you talked about you had a job, you're working in corporate. Are you able to help more people now because you are doing this full time than you were helping before when you had to like juggle and kind of do it on the side? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm definitely able to help way more people, have way more conversations um, and yeah, enroll more people into my program for sure. It's it's kind of like it's it's kind of when you think about it it's it's kind of mind-blowing like the impact that you can have with a specific like skill set like a specific like whatever your thing is right and i think the reason that i've been able to have more impact is because and i guess that goes with any industry is People always have problems that they're willing to pay for a solution. Mm. People always have problems. Literally, when you leave the house, whatever money you spend, you're spending it because you need to solve a problem. I got to get gas. Okay, well, the problem is if I don't put gas in my car, I can't get to where I need to get to. I got to get groceries. Okay, well, the problem is if I don't get groceries and I got food in my house, I'm not going to be able to eat. Right? Um, oh, I need to go get this screwdriver. The problem is I have this lamp at my house and I need to, you know, put... So everyone has problems, whether it's, you know, their, their health, whether it's, you know, finances and budgeting, whether it's, you know, um, you know, marriage, whether it's, you know, um, parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. There's so many different things and people will give, people will gladly exchange money for you to give them a solution as long as it's a good solution. Um, yeah. so yeah, you just can't, you know, Throw random stuff out there at people but yeah if you you know if god called you if god has called you to something and you have a sp specific skill set people are going to people would gladly give you um money in return for your knowledge and i think the cool thing about that too it's kind of like for me you know as a christian as a believer i'm always you know i mean first of all everything that i teach is you know has biblical foundation like for for that but like I'm able to have community with people. I'm able to connect with people. I'm able to um, invest in someone else's life, and they're seeing me not as not only as an authority figure, but they're seeing me as someone that that looks like Jesus, right? The someone that's like yeah. like the the touch points you get with someone when you're working with them is more than you get when you wave hi to your neighbor when you pull in your driveway. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, they've opened up themselves to you, saying, "Man, here's my need." Exactly, because they're vulnerable and they're saying, yeah. "This is what I need." And they're saying, "Hey, I would love to help you. 
Let's get to work. And once they start seeing the results, I mean, they'll love you forever. So those relationships are, I remember my first, like when I had my membership and it was my birthday, right? I had my membership and it wasn't really for long. It was maybe like, it's probably less than six months. It was my birthday. And um, one of the members was like, hey, um, can you like, can you check your, your mailbox? And like, I, I'm horrible about checking the mail. Um, so I was like, yeah, then I'm thinking like, my mail, like for what? Like, and I'm like, how did y'all get my act? Like, I, I'm, there's so many things I'm just like, oh. but I was like, okay, let me be obedient. And I got, I got the, I got, you know, the, the box and I was like, all right, y'all, I don't know what this is about, but I, I went on live and I was like, I'm going to do the unboxing. Right. And I opened it. And it was like this little kind of like tree, kind of like silver tree thing with like all these little branches. And on each of the branches were were gift cards. And they were like oh, wow. the stuff that I was teaching them, like, guys, like here's the best places to get, you know, you know, really good food, right? So like Whole Foods and like Trader Joe's and like, you know, Aldi mm-hmm. and all these are like they had gift cards for all of those places and they had like Amazon wow. gift cards. And, wow. and I was just like wow and people are telling me how their lives are changed and how their kids lives are changed and how their husband or, or their spouse wife are changed and it's just like wow like the impact is like beyond you and like the the you know they're so grateful and it's just like yo i'm impacting people's lives in a way that i never thought that i would be able to like with a business like they're paying me i'm giving them a I'm, and i'm serving them and because I serve them well and they get the results, like they are, they're, they're in love with me and so grateful for, for that exchange and for me being able to help them. So that's good. That's so good. Yeah. James, you know, I, I mean, you've, you've given us so much, man. And I don't want to take all your time because you've, you've been gracious. So just staying here with us a little bit longer, but a few things as we, as we wrap up, talk to us about, some of the results you've gotten and the people you serve now, because we talked about this offline, that your avatar and your niche and who who it is you're targeting has even changed in the process, which is which goes to what you said before, man. Start and clarity comes through movement. But kind of talk to us about some of the results you've had, because somebody might be watching this, not just wanting to start a business, wanting to move and grow, but they might be interested in what you got. So talk to us about some of the results you've gotten for people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, so I initially I just said, hey guys, you know, I can help, you know, I can help you, um, you know, with your with your initial. To be honest, initially I started and I had a passion because my dad had cancer. I'm like, okay, I want to help people reverse chronic disease. So that's like people have like type two diabetes, people have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, um, things like that, and those things can be remedied pretty easy and pretty quickly doing plant-based the right way. Now I will say plant-based is, um, it's kind of a term that's kind of been hijacked because when you go to the grocery store now, there's so many things that are plant-based, but unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So even navigating the plant-based space can be a little difficult because I know so many people that have been like, Hey, I've been playing this for, you know, this many years. And, you know, I wanted to do this with my health and it's not working. And I'm like, yeah, well, there's a specific way that you need to do it. Um, but 
I think that, um, so, but sorry, so I guess to, to get to your question, the initial emphasis was helping people to reverse the disease, but I realized over time mm-hmm. that the one of the biggest determining factors to, that reduce disease is also reduced is also reducing weight. So in essence, when the excess body fat comes down, everything else regulates. Mm-hmm. So and it makes sense, right? It's like when your body has a lot of extra body fat, it's it's more stress on your body. Your blood is not moving as quickly. Your your body's not prioritizing cleansing and detoxing. Your body is prioritizing keeping you alive, keeping the right. heart beating, keeping the brain, you know, functioning. Like it's doing everything that it can to like keep you alive, but it's you're not gonna get the benefits of you know really having you know, a fine tuned body because it's just so, it has too much, it has, it has to wade through too much to get you the optimal results. Um, so now I'm focusing on helping the people lose the weight primarily. So you know, I've helped people lose, you know, 25, you know, set 25 to 75 pounds, 75 has been the most. Um, but I guess on average, a lot of people want to lose between like 20 and 30 pounds. Which, if you think about it, it might not, it, 20 and 30 pounds is just a number. So say like 30 pounds, right? You think of, you know, 30 pounds and like, hey, you don't really know what that looks like. Well, one gallon jug of like water or milk, everyone knows what that looks like, feels mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Um, one gallon jug equals about eight pounds. Wow. So when you're saying, you know, you want to lose 20 pounds, so you know, it's like, okay. Things. Exactly. You, they're, they're jugs and jugs and jugs of body fat that are coming off your body. So it's, it's hard to conceptualize, but if you had that around your chest, around your stomach, and you're like, okay, I lost, you know, 25 pounds, which is basically three gallon jugs. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, that's, 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 that's a lot of body that's fat major. that I just got off. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so anything from 25 pounds to 75 pounds, um, you know, I've been helping, I've helped people to eliminate eliminate that and the key or the the coolest part is it's using a plant-based diet in a specific way however you're not like you're not I, I don't limit you on like portion control and you know I don't make you cut out carbs or I don't you know you're not weighing food there's no it's not a deprivation type situation because you cannot eat for six months and you probably lose 75 pounds you know what right, you may but not be around that, after that, but no. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the way that I teach um, is a three phase system. Uh, you detox first, and so it's um, the the three phases are um, total body makeover, where you detox. Um, then it's um, fit for life. Sorry, no, it's not. It's uh, um, eat more, weigh less, which is where you're gonna lose the majority of it, and then it's fit for life, where you keep that thing on autopilot. So. Yeah, if people are trying to figure out, you know, really how to lose the body fat, um, that is, you know, hasn't it's it's only it's only getting worse, and you know, you you need to figure it out. Um, I got a cool resource for you, and I can I can tell you I can please, yeah. And so and your your handle is James Eats Plants, right? Yeah, James Eats Plants. Tell um, us how to get the resource to the. So that yeah. I'm, I'm gonna put that on the screen for people who are on. If you're if you're on um, YouTube or you're watching this on Facebook, it's 
James Eats Plants. It's right there on your screen. And for those who are just listening, I just uh, said it so you can, you can go look it up on Instagram. Is, is that your main platform, James? Um, yeah, I would say that. I would say that. Um, yeah, Instagram would be a cool way to connect and just go through some of my content. I mean, you can probably start getting results literally just by going through some of my content and, and start in- nice. implementing. Um, but I do have a, a free masterclass, a free webinar, where if you watch it, um, and it shows kind of how I, you know, help people lose, you know, 15 pounds and in, in, in rolling, um, you know, on a, on a plant-based diet. And I basically kind of break down exactly what to do. So this is also a resource that you can watch. And, um, you know, if you, if that's something that you're interested in doing, go ahead and watch the masterclass register and, uh, you'll definitely know how to do it. And then you can start to do it yourself. All right. Go to the, go to www.abundanthealthaccelerator.com. Abundant Health accelerator.com make sure you're spelling the words right just go ahead and type it in there it'll help you (laughs) abundant health health accelerator.com it's on the screen for those watching on youtube all right james i want to get you out on this right so those follow him instagram james eats plants and website www.abundanthealthaccelerator.com james help somebody now um like a rapid fire question give us one practical step that someone can use tomorrow to grow their business? Yeah. Um, one practical step someone use tomorrow to grow their business. I would say, no, yeah, I know, I know you probably, so I, I would say go live. Oh, I would come say, on, say, go say yes. Live. And that's mm-hmm. tough because people don't. People think, what are them people going to think? What are they going to be thinking? What are they, man, go live, say, here's what I'm doing. Here's how I can serve you. Put a link and have them go off of that and connect with you and, and you can nurture them and, and uh, you know, get into their world and they can get into your world. And then potentially they can become a, a client as long as, you know, you kind of get some nurturing in and, and you have, have something good to offer. So that's what I would say. That's good. See, I, I love that. That's practical. You didn't just tell me something that's inspirational. But right. for someone, you got your stuff on it, man. Go live because that gets good engagement, gets good interaction with people. You get a chance even to get feedback from people when you're live. So do right. that. And uh, for those of you who want to follow James again, it's James Eats Plants. And uh, go to www.abundanthealthaccelerator.com. James Brandon has been our guest today on the Monetize Your Ministry podcast. Listen, this is one that you got to share with somebody. If you don't share it with somebody, you're not their real friend. I'm just going to tell you, you're not their real friend. But <laughs> listen, the message I want you all to leave with is you are you have something that maybe it's even forged by some, some pain that you experienced. Maybe it, it came to you because of some difficulty that happened uh, for you or someone that you love. And people have been asking you, and you're just waiting. Okay, I want to get this perfect. And James is a perfect example, man. Start with what you have, what you know, what you can do, and don't give up. Just keep iterating, keep learning lessons, uh, keep tweaking. And there's someone who is needing and looking for exactly what you have. And if you put that thing out there, it'll be a ministry to them. And it will help to increase income for you. So go ahead and monetize your ministry. Thank you for listening to the Monetize Your Ministry podcast with Kamon Hines. For more information, visit our website at 
www.monetizeyourministrypodcast.com. That's www.monetizeyourministrypodcast.com. Find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Please share this episode with someone who needs it. Let's increase our income and impact.